Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for GWBC Radio's Open for Business. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of GWBC Open for Business, and this is going to be a good one. Today we have with us Liddy Brown with Speed Pro Marietta. Welcome, Liddy. Thank you. Thank you, Lee. Well, before we get too far into things, tell us about Speed Pro. How are you serving folks in Marietta? Uh, well, we're trying to help people get back to normal by providing them with all types of signage that they might need. Uh, we're a large format graphic printing company. So everything from your social distancing sign to your banner that says we're now open. Uh, we want to support our customers any way we can uh, to help them through this time and get their business back going. So now I would imagine that um, even during the pandemic, there's been a lot of demand for things that people had never used before. Like you mentioned, those social distancing, uh, you know, things on the floor and then signage and maybe some education about the, you know, what, what a company's doing for safety. Um, has, has your business been dramatically impacted by the pandemic? Uh, we have been impacted. Uh, I try not to say dramatically because it helps keep me, uh, feeling pretty good and not getting caught up in, oh my God, it's bad. Uh, we have been impacted because if you think about the industries that uh, are gone, things like trade shows and events, um, sporting events where we produce quite a few um, signs, uh, that part of the business is not back. But fortunately, uh, there are always new nuances that comes with the printing industry. Uh, and that is being able to provide the signage for those people who are back to work or uh, schools and, you know, other organizations that need to make sure they have all the proper um, distancing signs, all the proper, just the protocols, you know, uh, you do quite a few of those uh, phone boards coming in the door, you know, are you having a fever, you know, don't come in with that, have you been around anybody, so people are having to really rethink how do they open up and open up safely and so what we try to do is at least uh, help them and really kind of customize those signs for them. It's really good if you've got to put a social distancing sign down that it looks like your business. And so you can advertise at the same time. Right. I think signage is so critical in today's world, especially in terms of educating and letting people know you're open. I mean, just some of the kind of the basic blocking and tackling in a business that it's a must have, not a nice to have in today's world. For sure. Now, uh, for you, when the pandemic struck, uh, what did you and your team kind of, how did you go about strategizing on how to kind of uh, handle this? Uh, well, printing to some degree was still kind of an essential business. So uh, we have a very small team and uh, we did our own protocols. We uh, limited the number of people that could come into our facility to where it's just the workers. Uh, we would we change when somebody orders or they needed some signage. We basically have it sitting out for them out front where they could pick it up where they didn't have to interact with anybody. Uh, I'm a very interactive person, so it was very challenging to not be able to have people come in and see the equipment and you know see the printouts and things like that. So we had to think a little bit differently. Uh, we um, fortunately and unfortunately we were. Uh, down an employee and in the position um, to rehire that we ended up not doing because the uh, 
pandemic hit right then. So we were able to maintain uh, the folks we have with just very minor uh, impact. Uh, once we received the PPP loans and things like that, we were uh, back full time. So we were in every day uh, for the most part. There were a couple of days we shut down, but for the most part we were in and there was something that needed to be done for somebody. So we wanted to make sure we're readily available. Uh, we did away with, for that period of time, with uh, rush fees. <laughs> so if somebody needed something right away, we were uh, we were able to help them out without any additional charge. So we're not trying to charge people during this time uh, anything extra. Now, any advice for the business owner out there who has a staff? Like, like uh, what are some ways that you can keep your staff motivated when there is these kind of trying times? You know, for me, it is communication. Uh, one of the things we have always done, uh, we start every day with our production meeting and we start with a quote of the day. Uh, we've actually changed that to a scripture of the day, if you have one. Or, uh, But we want everybody to recognize that uh, what's going on with you. We talk about family. How's everybody doing? We make sure that uh, we keep up with um, everybody's um, direct family and even their indirect family. My, you know, my mom and sisters are all are in Texas, so I don't get to, haven't seen them. So we try to make sure that we let people talk about and uh, open up. Uh, we also want to make sure that, that they feel safe so that when they go back home, then they know that they were in a safe environment and then they're not taking anything back to their family. And so we take temperatures uh, in the morning when we come in uh, we wear a mask uh, inside if we have uh, anybody other than the, the uh, main three staff. We have a couple of part-time that we all wear masks when they're in so that because we're introducing anybody new. So we want to make sure that we, we're safe and that they feel comfortable in saying that I know that I'm going to be safe when I go back home. Now, um, when you started going through this pandemic and you were um, kind of creating this lines of communication and this openness with your team, is there anything that maybe surprised you or inspired you about the resilience of your team? No, no, because they're very resilient to start with. <laughs> so uh, what I did, what I did like is the fact that everybody felt in a small business that it was everybody needed to chip in and make sure that they did as much as they could uh, to keep the business going. And so I never wanted um, my employee to feel as if, okay, am I going to be risking getting paid or not getting paid? So we made sure that, you know, that was already handled up front and that there were no issues with that. Uh, and that relaxes people, people, you know, less tense when they feel like they're working in an environment that they're being, respected and, you know, honored and, and making sure that they're taken care of so that they can work uh, up to their best abilities. Uh, so we tried to remove any of that. Uh, a couple of times where if you needed to, to leave early or you need to go home and because you, know, you had to pick up the kids because of uh, work from home and somebody else not there. And so, you know, you try to help work around the spouses and, and uh, ensure that they, you know, had the flexibility that they needed. Uh, knowing that they were going to stay late and do what they need to do to get the jobs done. Now, um, what advice would you give a business owner regarding staying involved in the community when a lot of these folks that are business owners are, are just trying to keep the doors open in their own organization, 
but how do you still find time to serve the community? Well, I think that's it has to be almost a natural part of what you're doing. You may not serve to the same degree because there are a lot of organizations that aren't necessarily doing as much, but you've got to stay engaged with somebody, with some organization or with some of the young people. Um, You know, we try to find, you know, what we're doing and then who we're doing it with. How do we expand and help in that area? Um, We try to have a part-time student. We had one that uh, left to go back to college and then we hired one behind that for uh, that's in high school that wanted to continue to work, but needed to be in a uh, comfortable and a uh, less uh, environment where there are a lot of people. So, you know, that's, you know, we try to always give back in that manner. Um, we've actually printed some signs and, you know, and done some things for uh, some nonprofit organizations that needed it, but may not have had, you know, the funds to normally get what they would have gotten before. Uh, And so we try to keep that open, but you've got to stay involved, find that what makes you feel good is that, you know, you did something that helped somebody else and uh, to keep from getting down and getting down about your business. I tell people all the time, when you start feeling bad about yourself, go do something for somebody else. And if you do that, you'll be surprised how much that lifts you up. Now, has there been anything that um, in your business regarding your printing, I know you do everything from banners all the way to vehicle wraps, but is now maybe a a time when people can um, experiment with a different kind of format that maybe they hadn't before, that maybe now's an appropriate time to to bring that out? Well, you know, it's funny you say that, Lee, because we, in the midst of all of this, uh, we were in the position to add a, a, a new piece of equipment uh, where a lot of people would have been, well, I'm not going to do that. Well, we've stepped out and, and went ahead and got it. Um, and so it opens up a whole different sets of things that we can do. Uh, right now, we're trying to help people to be a little more creative with their advertising and, you know, in their, uh, their signage that they can actually get cut out in more shapes and something different that catches people's eye versus just a square cut sign. And so, um, and then it's helped with our productivity. We've been able to really help get signs and, and uh, get floor graphics, you know, produced and cut and, and ready to deliver in three, you know, three or four days, which would have normally taken a week or two. Uh, so uh, being able to be more uh, efficient and more creative. So uh, we're just getting into all of the things that we can do and uh, and hopefully we'll be able to share that with more people and they'll be able to see uh, the activity. One thing I will tell you that has picked up, and that's uh, vehicle wraps. And, uh, and I believe it's because um, you can't go in and see a lot of people, but if you have something on your vehicle, people are stopping and calling and seeing your phone number. Uh, so you're reaching a wider audience where you don't have the marketing dollars to go necessarily spend and in, in, put flyers out or see a lot of people. So now talking about vehicle wraps, what is kind of the range of pricings a, a person could wrap their vehicle if they were so inclined? Uh, you can you can go from just some uh, vinyl stickers on the on your car from a you know, low of, you know, five $600 all the way up to a full wrap, depending on the vehicle that may cost, cost you, you know, three $4,000. 
So it's a wide range, and what we try to do is utilize the, the car, the color of the car, particularly if it's white, how do we help make the, uh, the logo and the information pop where people can see it cleanly and easily, and then how do we work inside their budget uh, to give them a good, uh, you know, good look with the money they have to spend. So it's a pretty wide range in, uh, of what people can get. And then how long do they typically last? Oh, well, it'll last five years and more, um, especially if it's a garage vehicle. You know, you've got elements that may impact it, but most vehicle wraps are three to five years. Wow. You'll end up changing, you know, your look or your logo probably before the vehicle, uh, the wrap wears off. Yeah, so that's a pretty good value for your dollar. Yeah, especially when you're thinking about marketing dollars. You know, you can only do so much on social media. If you are a uh, outside business, you're a paint, painting company or even a cleaning business, you know, when people are driving by, it's things that they want to do that they can see. They can take a picture of your car. They can call you because your phone number's on there. Uh, I've even done that myself. It's like, man, let me just, I need that. <laughs> they just drove by. Let me write that down. Yeah. So now as part of your um, kind of evolution as an entrepreneur, uh, you've been active on several um, different boards and, and uh, you really immerse yourself in the community and the associations that you work with. Why is that so important to you? Uh, you gain, you gain business, you grow your business by the relationships that you build and you can't build those relationships if you don't get involved. Uh, currently I'm the president of NABO, National Association of Women Business Owners here in Atlanta and one of the things that we try to do is focus on not just networking for your business, but information, education, and then just having some, you know, people there that, hey, I ran into this issue. What would you do about this? Uh, I don't know enough about, you know, running a business that I could do it all by myself in a vacuum. And those relationships and those organizations really help you um, see more and learn more and find different ways of doing things. Uh, I'm on the board of uh, PIAG, which is the Printing and Imaging Association of Georgia. And, and you know, when that, you know, board, when you think about our industry, you're tied to other people that have the same similar like business. And so being able to not only share ideas, but share staffing information, share product information, and then uh, when I have a product that I don't do directly, I have a group of people that I can outsource to. And they have a, somebody that they can outsource their large format to. So it's all relationships. And the more you build, and I like people. I like hanging around. I like talking. I like, you know, engaging. Uh, I like helping. And if I can provide information to somebody that's going to help move their business, then I'm going to feel really good about that. Well, this show is sponsored by the GWBC. Why is being a part of that organization important to you and your business? I think it says uh, in the title, it says why. Greater Women's Business Association. I mean, when you think about it, it is designed to help us as women business owners to not only grow our business, but develop those relationships, uh, connect us with, you know, corporate organizations, you know, uh, really advocate for small businesses and how do we get uh, more of the, you know, that piece of that pie, as we always say. Uh, but I've been a part of DWBC since I became a business owner. So 
uh, for seven years. Uh, I've been a part of the organization and I've had my business for seven years. And it's what you put into it, uh, but it's not because the people there aren't doing everything they can to help support women businesses. It's now the women that own the business have to be involved too. Uh, and so it's a great resource. Uh, the certifications do matter uh, as a woman business owner. Uh, it does make a difference to have that certification and they help you maximize the use of it. Now, any advice for the woman out there that has a, is starting a business but isn't uh, informed about GWBC? Is there, um, can, you, can you tell them how they can get, kind of get involved with it? Um, Yes, I think first of all, I would tell them to go to the website, the Greater Business Women's uh, Association, GWBC.org. Uh, there is a ton of information on there. You can even call the, the headquarters. And it's really looking at uh, the events that they have that are coming up uh, to see if, you know, if it's something you want to do. It is a certification uh, organization. So, uh, if you're 51% or more uh, as an owner, as a female owner, uh, it is something that you would want to take a look at and then determine if your business uh, fits uh, that environment and if it's, try it's the direction that you're trying to go. Uh, so they can always call almost any member. They can call my myself. Uh, they can call any anybody that's a member there, and they will tell them you know, what the organization has done for. Now, uh, going back to um, a speed pro, how uh, are you forecasting kind of th through the end of this year and into next year? Uh, I'm well, I'm forecasting that we're going to have, a, uh, we're going to grow over last year. So we, we are projected to, to do better. Uh, we've had a slowdown, you know, in this dip and uh, the uh, back half is usually a stronger month. If things pick back up, uh, we will be at least, um, as flat to the last year, if we if we if it stays where it is, so we will at least, least meet that projection. But our projections that we're going to grow, and then I really feel like we're going to take off in twenty twenty one. We're really going to pick up. Now, um, when your your go to market strategy has that changed any because of the pandemic? Are you are you getting more outreach to companies? How are you kind of interacting with more and more folks to let them know that you're out there and and what you offer? You know, and I think that's probably the, the number one question for all of us. How much do you, you know, do I spend in online advertising? You know, how much do I spend on social media? Uh, what, do you, you know, what organizations can I be a part of? What I'm trying to do are things like this, you know, being on the radio, uh, supporting GWBC by participating in the events as you meet somebody, even if it's over Zoom, uh, that, you know, could either use your service or service you can use theirs. And so my calendar is pretty full, uh, even though I might be sitting behind my desk, it's pretty full in engagements. Uh, but I have increased uh, online uh, marketing spending uh, and um, social media spending. So I have increased that. Uh, but I'm also got to be very careful that to not overspend just because we're trying to make, make sure that our cash flow stays okay because you just don't know where we're, where we're headed right now. Right. But you're trying to nurture existing relationship and foster new ones as best you can um, because relationships matter that they're at the heart of all business. Exactly. Like uh, you've got to have that and you, you can't be afraid to pick up the phone and call somebody or, 
send a note to say, hey, you got, you know, 30 minutes. Can we get on a, you know, on a call that we can just chat uh, and talk? Uh, but I will tell you that getting involved in, you know, organizations like GWBC, because they have so many uh, events, uh, even online, that you can uh, you can end up networking with a lot of people without actually going down there uh, and seeing anybody. You actually get a lot more done because I get I have a week's worth of uh, conferences next week, for example, and I'll probably end up seeing more people in that that week than I would have seen in a couple of months. Right. Just because they're all right there at the, on the screen. Right. Instead of having to travel and, and having drive time. Exactly. And you save a little money. I don't have to fly right now. I can, I can work. I can uh, be a part of a national organization that's coming up in two weeks, uh, attend a national conference and not have to pay for the airline and hotel. That's, uh, that's true. Everything's changed. Um, Well, Lydia, if somebody wanted to learn more about uh, what you got going on or maybe help them brainstorm some creative ways to use signage in their business, what's the website? The website is speedpromarietta.com. That's S-P-E-E-D-P-R-O-M-A-R-I-E-T-T-A, speedpromarietta.com. Well, thank you. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. You go ahead. Uh, and then they can reach me at 770-693-1767. Well, Liddy, thank you so much for sharing your story today. We really appreciate you and the work you're doing in the community. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Lee. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on GWBC Open for Business.